Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The Braves and the Astros are both one win away from meeting each other in the World Series. Let's talk about it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. My name is Jimmy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey. Jake is in the Bronx. Trevor in the middle of your screen, coming to you from California. And BBD behind the dish in the corner, mm. producing mm. his butt away. We got elimination games coming up the rest of the way in these CSs. Every remaining game in the championship series there is a chance for celebration and sadness trev how does that make you feel you know i tend to be happy during these times this beautiful postseason that they've given us um three one lead for the braves over the dodgers does that sound familiar it does it's familiar, but it's so different, Jake. Don't get so upset just yet. Let me finish, man. I'm excited. Look, I like seeing people's backs against the wall. I don't think the Dodgers are dead just yet. Not just because of last year. We'll get into all that stuff. I definitely don't think the Red Sox are dead. So, yes, we have the elimination games. Jim, I'm not so sure people are getting eliminated. Jake, how you doing, big boy? Mm. company freaking man today look at you it's all i know it's all i know trev uh, i was the same way at rexel um trev john bbd everyone live in the chat uh yeah i mean i'm i'm buckling up for the trevor plouffe world series brave strohs uh interested to see what wrenches we get thrown i mean dodgers braves braves are Peacock and big right now, and they should. And that series can still get flipped on its head uh, with one one game today. Uh, we'll be live streaming tonight uh, with, uh, with a friend, Zach Short from the Compound Ooh. Tigers, middle infielder. Um, he is going to be in the gauntlet. First time meeting me and Jom, and he's going to be in that middle chair, Trev. You know how that feels. Um when you just got too much leg and you're surrounded by hobbits. Uh, so that's going to be fun. But, yeah, it was a uh, big night for baseball. I mean, neither of these games ended up being too juicy uh, by the end of it. And I think there was a stat that came out about the Red Sox-Astros that it was the first CS series that had three straight games decided by seven-plus runs. <laughs> so that's that's not as fun. The Astros uh, Red Sox series, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I I know Astros fans, and Red Sox fans, are gonna get upset about this, but that series blows if you're not an Astros or a Red Sox fan. I guess as a third party, it's well, been you missed the good game. You the yeah. I, I mean that was that's you the know, box scores deceiving two, two to two in the eighth. That's where I mean things get a little. I did deceptive. miss that game. That I that to watch it. That was the money game of this series, but we'll see if we get some. I mean, they're going back to Houston. Um. We'll talk all about it, but yeah. Uh, I mean, the other side, you got two walk offs and a three run homer right. in the eighth to tie it. So, in comparison, absolutely. Yeah. 
James, how are you doing? Good. Working from home today until six, then heading to the office. So I got like a desk arriving. I think I got a couch arising, arriving. My one-year-old nephew's here. I just had some cereal with him. That was fun. Mm. Edited two breakdown videos. Got to lay the voice over them. So, you know, work from home day. Getting in AC fights with my uh, father-in-law. So, mm. Mm. Just battles, just up and down, up and down. It's, who's going like up, hotter. who's going down, yeah. Yeah. I grew up in a house at 68 degrees. I can't really sleep if it's hotter than that. They keep their house at like 73. Mm. Mm. It's hot. When you have kids, man, you got to turn it up. You're going to be miserable. <laughs> uh-uh. I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep freaking you out about sleep and all this Dude, stuff. Scandinavian kids sleep outside. That's true. Perfect. They bundle them up because you, you get a good night's sleep when you're colder. I totally agree. Look, I'm a 69 guy. Mm-hmm. I, I grew up 68. Like, so just needed, needed the AC on at least. Yeah, my house now is 71 if I'm lucky, but mostly 72. I think my mom so took the hard. Scandinavian approach of trying to make the inside of our house feel the most like the outside. Um, mm. whether hot or cold. Um, and that's how I became so tough. <laughs> that's, is that fact? Which part? That right now? Tough? Uh, Not tough. Your mom, I think. Okay. Is a fact. Okay. Easy with that, with all your 69 talk. Um, should we talk some baseball? I'm interested in it. I think you have to burn. We can't be shining lights in your face right now unless BBD wants to. So that, you know, kills a little bit of the pizzazz, but I'm sure you like it because you're not it's blind. Okay. Shine well, a light in your own face. Hold BBD. the light two inches away from your eyeballs. I want BBD to be lit. I think that would help me. Can you just Can hold I get lit? the alarm light? Trev's going to get lit. Your own eyes. BBD's going to light up. And before we get into... Zippins, especially we're cron pod, so we're gonna do the ALCS Houston Sox game. Can I tell you guys about dugout mugs? Are you familiar? Mm. Trev, what do you know about? I have one. What do you know about dugout mugs? I have a funny well, story. I... Wait, Jim's got a story. Okay. Trev, not interested. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Trev, I have a better story. It's about you. On uh, the opening of our, you know, on the John Boy and Jake TV YouTube channel, we play GeoGuessr, Sporkle, and mm. and Trev sat in on a session of us doing the American <laughs> Geography quiz. And Dugout Mugs was the opening sponsor. And we opened up the video, and I was showing everyone how sturdy they were. And uh, Trev goes, and you can hit Jake with them, and mm. flung it at Jake. And he didn't know there was beer in it. So the opening of the video is just Trevor throwing beer. <laughs> On Jake, yeah. and then Jake had to sit there with beer all over him to do the whole video. It's the best opening. I mean, so that you want to have a good time watching people have fun with dugout mugs, go watch the opening of the video that came out today on John Boy and Jake TV. Mm. It's so funny. I, I apologize for that. That was very, I was inadvertent. Okay. It was, it felt genuine at the time. It is tough to say that when you're wearing a Jake Sucks hat, but what you people can do is get your dugout. Mugs, they're giving a better than Black Friday deal, 35% off with code JOHNBOY at DugoutMugs.com. Code JOHNBOY, 35% off all of their best product. Next 1,000 orders, they're giving away free knobbies, free knob shots. Hello. Hello. Uh, so go get that. Go get your gifts for everyone. 
And then when the holidays roll around, you're gonna be you're gonna be walking tall. You're gonna be peacocking. You're gonna be feeling like Braves Ooh. fans right now. You're like, we already got this in the bag, baby. What to do, baby? Uh, go to dugoutmugs.com. Uh, dugoutmugs.com. Use code JOMBOY, 35% off their bet their best products. Better than their Black Friday deal. Um, you know, you don't they get jammed up. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all that stuff. You could get it out of the way. Have it have it in the pocket. I've sometimes I walk around uh, Manhattan with a dugout mug in my pocket just to see if anyone notices. Uh, so go check them out. Go check them out. Go check them out. And let's burn. Oh. Burn, Jakey, burn. Pivotal game five in Fenway Pack. A couple southpaws on the bump, but that's where their similarities stop. He's wiry. The Condor, Chris Sale, trying to turn the sock ship starboard versus my thick king, Framber Valdez, as he would try to throw his sinker to take down the Red Sox vessel. In the second, Michael Jordan Alvarez proves he might be the GOAT. It's one nothing after he homers off left center off a sail. Ooh, that dress, it would stay that way for a while. A little bit of pitching in this series. Framber shoving, sail shoving until the sixth inning. And mama, there goes that man again, Jordan. He has three hits off Chris Sale. Not many lefties have ever said that. It is three nothing, Houston. Make it four, you lay, you lie. Oh no, watch my single go. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Frankie Valley, four nothing. Siri, two more runs, please. Six nothing, seven nothing. Devers hits one to make it seven one. That's not the story, boys. Framber alert. Framber Valdez, eight innings pitch, one Ernie. 93 pitches. What an outing by him. Sale gave his best for a little bit, and then he gets tapped out. Houston wins game five, three to two final. They got one more to win and two more to go in H-Town, Funky Town, Clutch City, Perth City, Houston. Great job, Jake. Great job, Jake. Mm-hmm. Good job, Jake. Great job, Jake. He's the best. We like him a lot. He's Jake. Boobs. Wow. Well, well, well. Okay. Jacob. Nine to one. Yeah. Houston Astros beating the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people saw that coming yesterday. Besides me. Except... I was going to say, James, except our man, James O'Brien, who said Framber would go eight innings pitched. Did you say I said one, one or... hit, but he did have one hit uh, going into the eighth inning. So it was you were spot Counts. on, my man. And I don't think it's a prediction. I think I manifested that. Yeah. Yes, because I don't think you phrased it as a prediction necessarily, but you did throw that out there into the universe or is this a metaverse that we're all living in already 
I and said that the Braves the controls yesterday. Six shutty if you know it started, and I didn't even get the chance to have that one come true. Probably would have, but you know, aiding pitch. He dude, he didn't change that much. As I was looking at like the pitch mix, the repertoire, um, you know, two seamer curveball. He he went much more two seamer heavy this game. It was a a forty twenty split in game one when he didn't do great, and this was a sixty. Um, so it was a, oh, it was a six. No, it's the same thing. He didn't, he didn't change. Seventy five percent sinkers. The last thing I checked, he, uh, a Rod, yeah. Tre- Trev's guy Rod was getting himself in some trouble because, uh, Jom's guy Rod too now was saying, uh, he's like, you know, there's still a place in baseball for pitchers that put the ball on the ground with weak contact, and every analytics person was like, that is very much the goal of analytics these That's days. That's the goal. Rod. Um, so he, he was getting chewed up for that a little bit. There was a really good, I want to say it was our guy pitch ninja. Um, it was a perfect reputation. It was one of those ones where he has the laser trail on it. The little foxtail laser. Okay. I just found it. I'll retweet it right now. Love Rob. Um, send it to BBD. I'll put it on the screen. He, uh, he left the room. He abandoned ship. Um, but it's a perfect image of what Framber does. He throws that sinker 95 miles per hour, and it just dives off and falls to the left. And then he throws his curveball. I mean, it's it's perfect X-axis pitching. Um, retweeted. Take that, Rob. Um, and, man, you got to make up your decision, and it's just really tough to barrel up that also led to quick innings, which allowed him to go into the eighth inning, which... Yeah, I mean, when, when we're looking back at this postseason now, we're going to be saying, like, right now it's Framber and Webb with kind of the starts of the postseason. And I think, uh, I think talking baseball retweeted, but I think this was the first playoff game that both starters went five innings or something. So uh, we are in a H-Town, Funky Town uh, time period for baseball. But, I mean, just huge by Framber. And, hey, we get Cora... Gets under the spotlight again for for pushing the condor a little far. Yeah, I mean that's something so, I was. I'm so sick of this stuff. Dude. Go on. They're they're just decisions. Sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. We praise people too much when the decision works, and we yell at them and drag them too much when the decision doesn't work. Yeah, but I, I mean, don't. but I mean, I think like I was talking about it. Like you're. If if Chris Sale gave him three solid innings and then they had a backup plan, they would have done that. He hasn't really given him any. So I was shocked to see him send him back out for the six when you get five really good innings out of Sale. And, and then, like, you know, like we referred to it as sneaking innings with Sale. Like, if he went three, the no talking head or us would have been like, man, bad start by Sale. He only went three innings because the expectations are way down. So the fact that they got five solid out of him and then you have the bullpen in, in a close game. I was surprised. Obviously, it may have worked. It may not. It's not. But but I was surprised that it felt like you get five strong innings out of sale. Like you tr- you go like this, and you go absolutely fantastic job, Chris. Let's build on that next start, and we're gonna have the bullpen take it over. Um, well, he didn't do that bad in this. It was a walk and error that hurt him. But but still, I was surprised they even like went to a six. I didn't think it was like in any plan. Anyway, if we get five, great. End it there. I I had been I was under the impression that he was going like fifty pitches, like forty five to fifty pitches. Right. That obviously wasn't the case. But you know, it's like okay, you said we'll be happy if he gets three innings or four innings. 
So we could have said the same thing if you went out there in the fifth inning and got taken out. Like, why did they put him in the fifth? Well, then he went out in the fifth and got through it. So it's just like, I, I don't know. I think I think Cora was looking at him and saying, he looks good. This is Chris Sale. Like, I know that he hasn't been great in the postseason, but, like, he was pretty good at the end of the season. And he's this guy's got a track record. Like, this guy is a freaking stud. Yeah, it's just third, so, third time versus it was the heart of the order. It was Altuve, it was Brantley, it was Bregman, it was Jordan. So that's where I was. Jordan was Jordan was two for two against him. True. I mean, you're not wrong, man. I mean, it's if you told me give me one lefty on the Red Sox to try to get out Jordan Alvarez, I'm going to say Chris Sale. It just does get tricky. I mean, his last two outings, 61 pitches and 30 pitches. So, I mean, you know, he finishes this one with, at 87. And he found it. And that's where Jimmy said – Kind of the house money speech Like you were, you were hoping for a good three from Sale And then Cora, you know it, He did his Cora thing for two innings probably, right? Like he empowered his guy He saw that Sale kind of found it again I think he clocked his fastest pitch this year 98, 98 and a half So it's like, okay You know, and that's kind of the good Cora, right? Like, hey, Sale's clicking Screw the plan Like, let's go yeah, and you love that, especially as a player or a fan. Um, it just is funny, like, I, and I don't, you know, I know we over over-examine managers, high or low end, but there was articles today. I forget if it was Buster or Rosenthal, where it's like, man, this is this is the Cora's postseason allure is like rubbing off. Which again, I I know that's ridiculous, but. Cora had pitched like a postseason perfect game, like up until this point, pretty much. Did Cora pitch that? I'm just, I don't think he was ever on the mound. That's what I'm saying. He it's never like threw the, the guy's got to get it done. He never threw the pill, but he he picked the guys that were going out there. So when it was Nathan Avaldi in the 18 World Series, and he gave them the six innings or whatever it was. When it when it was Sale and Kimbrel coming out of the pen in moments, full pension Piv, you know he. He hasn't been pitching. He's been pressing the buttons. And the buttons, you know, they were going to stop at a certain point. But he had been, he had a crazy track record up until this point. And now, and a lot of it's due to the Houston Bats as well that have woken and up. And Brazier. Brazier yeah. came in and he was just as bad. So. Honestly, if you watch like the, the Sale versus Jordan stuff, like it's just 100% you tip your cap to Jordan. Yeah. Like, he's hitting that fastball. I know he jumped him early, so maybe that's on sale. He's got to maybe switch it up. I think he could have thrown him a lot of those sliders that start behind him, get ahead that way, and then maybe go to the heater up late. But he was trying to go heater away, and that thing's cutting across the plate. That's not coming like a normal fastball straight over the plate. It's like zooming across the front of the plate. But you're done, man. Not only can this guy hit absolute freaking moon balloons, what do we call them now? Moon blast. Moon blast. I think moon balloons too, but mostly moon. I blast. like moon. Ba- I moon like balloons moon balloons awesome. better than moon blast. But since we're a crypto company, the guy can hit moon blast, but he can also just pepper the other way, lefty, lefty. This guy's just—he's a real deal hitter. So, yes, he was two for two against him. Should he have faced him again to go three for three? I don't. Probably not. Maybe not. But dude, like, like you said, Jake, like that's. I kind of like before the game, I'd take that matchup. Maybe if you saw the first two at bats, you call them aside, say try something different. But I don't know, man. I think too much gets made of the decisions 
because we all know it's like they look great when they work and they look horrible when they don't. I don't know. Yeah, there's I I just missed the screenshot. Um but yeah, I think there's four players. I forget if it's ever or if it was postseason or, or what it was, but it was there's been four lefties ever to get three hits off Chris Sale. Um wow. it was Jordan Alvarez, Big Poppy. In a game, excuse me, not ever. Um okay. Jordan Alvarez, Big Poppy, Hosmer, and then I think it was uh uh, Aoki, Aoka, what, what's it, the old uh, the Royals. slapper outfielder? Yeah, so, um, yeah. no, I mean, what, what happened was rare, but it also, getting away from managers and getting away from that stuff, Jordan Alvarez is special, special. He's got a 948 career OPS in 233 games. He's 24. I mean, we get caught up in Correa... Altuve, Bregman, because we know those guys, we've seen them. Jordan's the scariest hitter on that team. He's, I mean, there's a lot. They're they're all scary. But yes, he's, we've been talking about Jordan for a long time. I mean, he's, yeah, he's special. To do that against Chris, you said there's four freaking lefties that have got three hits off him in a game. That's that's crazy. You think Jordan can hold Altuve up on one shoulder? Like if he's easily just on this shoulder, not like around, like, 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 uh, not like uh, on, on the shoulder, one shoulder, like a one prince shoulder. of thieves. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah. That'd be badass. They should take a picture like that. Who taught his swing? That's what I want to know, man. Like, how did some guys just get such a good fucking swing? Mm. I don't know. You said, like, right? Almost, don't you think that sometimes? You said almost the opposite to me when you first saw my swing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it, man. I'm trying to teach these. Look, you know the answer, Trev. Where's he from? Yeah, he's a Cuban man. <laughs> My guys, he's that's what up, they do in Cuba. Grew up hitting bottle caps. Bad coffee. Don't like Cuban coffee. Love the ball players. Mm. Okay, all right. That's My take on Cuba and their politics. Oh boy, <laughs> I can't get into politics anymore. People are not happy when I say I don't like China. All right. So what else do you got on this series at all going forward? I think the Red Sox are still in a decent position. They have the travel day today. They got Nate Yovaldi on the mound tomorrow. I, Houston's a damn tough place to play. There's no doubt about it. But you get Nate going out there twirling a the gym, which, I mean, look, he got, they touched him last time he was out. But, like, I'd, I'd bet on Nate, you know. Then you got game seven, and then it's all fucking hell breaking loose. So they're still very much in it. You have to love where you're at if you're the Astros fans, especially after the first three games, we were just saying they're done. It's They're dead. They answered back in game four in the, in the eighth inning. Framber does this thing game five. So you're stoked if you're an Astros fan. I think as a Boston fan, though, you're, your back's against the wall, but you have a good – plan going forward i think that you can feel pretty confident going forward that you are going to be in a position to like at least have a chance to win this series i like that um i I think it's up for grabs obviously i mean i wouldn't be shocked if this goes seven i i don't know like the pitching paths anymore i mean it's garcia for the astros like they need him or did is he out because he got hurt i don't think they know yet I, i haven't seen it listed then would it be Odo? 
It could be Yoto. It could just be Fan. They could do a bullpen. They could do a bullpen game now. Fangraphs does some assumptions, um, but right now they have Garcia, so we'll we'll find out. Um, but yeah, off day, and then yeah, two two games in Houston decide your season uh, again. I think it becomes the lane cop out line, but like Houston and those guys who have done it so many times with two games to win one. They've got to be the heavy favorites. But, yeah, like you're saying, I mean, it basically, for me, it comes down to what Nate Evaldi are we getting tomorrow? Are we going to see any of the Scherzer-Urias effect of kind of getting pitched on their bullpen day and not having the same juice? Um, Or is he going to be Nate Dog Evaldi? Because, like we've been talking about with starting pitching, he's one of the few guys left in the playoffs that can give you almost six shut piece. So, um Interested to see if you're Houston, you're feeling good. I think they were saying, like, in the in the locker room, they kept saying, like, let's get one in Boston, and they ended up getting two. So those guys are those guys are peacocking. They love to peacock, and they feel good doing it. I like this note we have from uh, Eric who put together a stat sheet that there was only three fly balls all game for the Astros. Mm. Astros outfielder is just incredibly boring. It's a good way to win in, uh, at Fenway, huh? I mean, if there's a stadium you want to keep, like, ball on the ground the most, probably the stadium with the one of the highest park factors. And uh, Framber delivers the longest outing of the postseason, which is great because he's one of my favorite pitchers in the postseason. So happy for him. You guys care about the light stuff at all? You just want to skip it? I feel like if we don't mention it at all, it feels like we intentionally didn't talk about it, which wasn't the case. I just don't think any of us are interested in it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really interested in it. I figured I, I, until something until we see some other stuff or hear some other stuff or whatever like that. Jake, I don't care. Can I ask you guys a question? Always. Mm-hmm. The guns juiced, right? Like in the postseason, Framber was hitting ninety-five, ninety-seven yesterday. That's he doesn't throw that, does he? Like, like uh, baseball savant has him at 92 for both his sinker and his fastball, his four-seamer. I don't know. He was I, touching 95 all game. I don't know. They were treating like, it. I, I'd have to ask Houston fans. They were treating his 95 like Framber's got that in the tank. I don't think Framby's a, a 9-7 guy. Um, but, yeah. Let me go. I'll, I'll look like the game by game average mm-hmm. pitch velocity on his sinker and just see if he's ever sat that high. So what was he? The highest he sat all season was 94 on September 20th. But that's like a pretty big outlier. Yeah, he was. I mean, his average is 92 I, and a half. I saw a bunch of 95s yesterday. I think we saw 97, didn't we, from Framber? Um, maybe that's just maybe that's when he just wanted to get it going. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about all that stuff. But yeah, the I light the light in the outfield, like, dude, the, the reason why the Astros banging story was easy was because two players were on a record before I made my video. We talked about it at all. I'm getting a lot of people like you did a lot of work on the Astros when I didn't. The athletic did, so I'm just gonna say my piece because stop tweeting at me. I didn't spend hours going over footage on the banging stuff. Well, 
let's briefly talk about it because I, I, I honestly, I saw the light. What's being said about it? I mean, just there's like a bar behind there in the garage door. Yeah, like you can you can kind of like peep through the stadium and see in from a bar. And I think there was a news crew doing an interview, and they had like a news crew light on. So it's a topic. So it's it. a topic that's hot in the streets. People are people are so scared of all this now. It's good though. You see something, say something. That's what they say at the airport. Mm-hmm. Neighborhood watch, Trevor Plouffe. I am. You watch a lot of shit. Dude, remember that video where the bowling guy goes, "Who do you think you are?" I, I am. never heard of that. Weber. I love that. Weber. Never heard of that. He's the best. That's right. I did it. Let's go to That's game hilarious. two, the National yeah. League. Ooh, the Bundesliga. Before we do that, can we talk about Charity Buzz real quick? Yeah, I yeah. love them. They keep tweeting at me. Because they know that you're a fan. You love getting love, I've Trev. been looking at their shit. Uh, You've been looking at their shit? Ooh. Charity Buzz. They're the premier <sighs> online marketplace for cause hosting our friend Phil Anthropic trading card auction featuring highly coveted baseball and basketball cards. Trev's head over heels in the cards game. That's why I told him, Trev, cards.charitybuzz.com. Explore their auction bids, and you can see a rare card. How about that Topps 1952 Mickey Mantle rookie mm. card PSA grade of eight? Mm. What would Nick Torturo pay for that? Card? Oh my God! All of it. Mm. Take everything. All of it. Two to five. And this is the best part: funds raised benefit at risk at risk youths through the Inspiring Children Foundation auction and will be live through Thursday, October 28th. So start making moves on this, people. Um, and if you're recently into the hobby and interested in current players, how about Aaron Judge, Shohei Otani? Uh, you might be familiar with them. Go check out cards.charitybuzz.com uh, and also follow them. Apparently they're tweeting at Trevor Plouffe at Charity Buzz on all major social platforms. Um, yeah, man, the, the card game hot in the streets and these guys have tied in a good cause to it. Uh, so go tweet at them at charity buzz cards dot tweet at them and Trev. How about that? Do it. Do it. Yeah. And if you don't try to remember to do it next time, mm-hmm. let's burn the second game of the day. Yeah. Dodgers. Dodgers bound to tie up the series. Jake's Dodgers. He loves the Dodgers. He's rooting for the Dodgers. Bias. Bias. He hates the Braves with all his heart. Trevor hates the Dodgers so much. BBD hates both teams, wishes that. Uh, he's rooting for natural disaster. All right, let's burn the game now that we have oh our allegiances out of the way. Right. Letting the people know where we stand. Important game four as the Braves try to take a commanding 3-1 lead with Jesse Chavez Ravine getting the open as Oscar was a Yanoa go for this one. Meanwhile, postseason hero Julio Jones Urias would try to catch a big win for the Dodgers in the second. Cat scratch fever, Eddie. Eddie Rosario with a homer. He can't stop, man. Adam Duvall, oh, belly to belly. He goes big fly. It's 2-0. How's your trade deadline? Freddie 
Freeman. Love that money. Pay him, Atlanta. It's 3-0. Another pearl from Jock. Four, Duvall. Five, nothing. Braves. A.J. Pollock breaks open the scoring in Trevor's forearm. It's 5-2, but it would stay that way into the ninth, and the Braves get a little insurance. Freddie Freeman again. How about that double down the line? And Eddie Rosario. Two ding-dong day for him. Unreal. And the Braves, they pitch enough to get it done. Chavez to Smiley with 3.1. Chris Martin, Jim's on a huge cold play kick. AJ Minter for two. Matzik, every game this series. Will Smith, the Braves go up 3-1 with a 9-2 victory. Wow. When you try your best, but you don't succeed. I'm on a big Chris Martin interview mm -hmm. kick. I haven't been listening to a lot of Coldplay. I've just been watching a lot of the lead singer of Coldplay interviews. Mm. He's a very endearing human being, and I enjoy hearing him talk. I just found out. It's only, I didn't listen to a single interview of his three days ago. Last two days, nonstop Chris Martin interviews. Wow. Have you learned anything? That I want to be like him. is mm. very sweet mm. and endearing. Now it makes me like his music more. There, I have a few good songs from Coldplay that I like. One's called Magic. Mm. Nice song. Nice soothing song if you ever want to listen to something just to chill out. And then the, he's in this other, I don't know what you would call it, a rock medley. Mm. Several artists joined together and they cover a Foo Fighters song. It was for charity. You love charity. Times like these. Yeah. And Chris Martin was at the end of that. He also sings. It's like Dua Lipa's in it. You know, we love Dua on the pod. Wow. A lot of people. But yeah, okay, Chris Martin. That's interesting, James. Interesting catch. Um, and, you know, we're giving out Nostradamus points today. I had this score of this game, 9 2. Uh, just the wrong teams, uh, which is unfortunate. But, that uh, is, you saw the, you saw all the correct. I numbers. saw everything except mm. just the yeah. right team. Man, the the MF and Braves, dude. Like make the, yeah, I mean, make that I, a shirt. Nostradamus, I, I'm wrong. I was exactly wrong here. The Braves almost heard what I said and said, uh, "We'll we'll put we'll put that to the test, Jimmy." I said that the Braves bullpen and Trev was kind of thinking along with me, which Moylan didn't like, it was like, I mean, eventually the Dodgers got to get these guys. You're throwing Martin, Minter, Matzik, Smith every game. And I was like, I don't know if, like, you can just continue to do that. And not only did the Braves, like, continue to do that, it was their plan. They said, oh, you think we're using our bullpen too much? We're going to fucking bullpen game this. And Martin, Minter, Matzik, Matzik and Smith combine for, what, 4.2 of two-hit ball with zero earned runs? Throw more. You get an off day uh, after today. If you don't win today, like, what are they doing today? You know, and, and slop? You know, it's done. No, it's out. Oh, that was the big news before this guy. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's, so, it's Max Freed, baby. Oh, Max Freed is ready for today? And then Morton, <laughs> Morton game seven? Well, they got game six, six and seven. They got if, Ion. If they, yeah, they yeah. Got Morton. Oh, Ion. You're yeah, yeah they, this was a scheduled bullpen day for them, but you know was supposed to be a bolt guy. He got scratched. My guy Jesse Chavez comes in there, starts it, and yeah, you're right, James. They just, they just did it. 
Mm. Just did it. And you know, that's some some of it's to do with the Dodgers bats are just they're they're cold. But you got you have to give props to the bullpen for doing it. And I talked about this today on baseball today. Mm. If you coming into the playoffs, if you ask any Braves fan what their biggest concern was, it was their bullpen. Yeah. And they've really done it. They've really done it on all sides of the ball. Like they've hit, um, they've played D, they've their starting has been good. Their bullpen's been good. I mean, that's how you that's how you get a three one lead in the NLCS right there. Do we Clicking, have like a cum- accumulated um, Braves numbers with runners in scoring position for the series? I get I can go game by game, but it feels like they've done well. They've done well. They've been hitting. Yes. Man, there is we we get a lot of stats in baseball. It's a it's a beautiful thing, and sometimes it can lead to. Analysis paralysis. Here's one I heard on the broadcast the other day that feels a lot more impactful now. Since Ronald Acuna Jr. went out, the Braves were the highest scoring team in the National League. Um, and they are kind of showing that in front of us. And when you start talking about playoff formulas, hey, they are using their high-end relievers every day, and they are doing the job. That crew, man, deserves more and more love. Uh, Minter, Chavez... Uh, Martin, hell, uh, Luke Jackson deserves some love. Will Smith, Matzik has pitched in every Braves postseason game. <laughs> if there has been a postseason game, Tyler Matzik has pitched in it. That's nuts, man. That is fucking nuts, man. I need your bad brain right now. Give it every to day, me. Eddie, Eddie Guardado yeah. pitched every day. Yeah. Give me a nickname for Tyler Matzik right now that coincides with him pitching every day. Ready? Money Matzik. Matzik, big dick. Yes. Big Dick Matzik. Yes. That's what I was like. I mean, dude, he he has hit the point. You know, there's specific points in athletes' career. I often talk about backup catchers having a big hit, and that's their managerial hit. Like, your name gets in the ether more, so that's how you get a managerial job. Matzik has now hit the point where he should open a restaurant bar in Atlanta. Like, he's he's <laughs> earned it. Like, people have to go. Maybe a bank. Money, money, Matzik. Money, Matzik. Well, people are people in the chat are saying they already have a nickname for him. It's called Tyler Nutsack. Mm. Boring. So. Uh, the Braves. I are, like nuts. I like nuts. The Brave. I like nuts too. Okay, we all agree. Like cashers. Uh, the Braves are ten for Ooh, twenty-five. Ten for twenty-five I'll with runners in scoring news. position. That's good. Four hundred. James, that's a good. Four hundred. I know, Trev, like you say, what works in the postseason, and I say good pitching and timely hitting, and then you say, what the hell is timely hitting? That's not a real thing, but being coming up with runners in scoring position in the postseason. I don't say timely hitting is nothing. Yeah, we had that once. I said I said good pitching and timely hitting, and, and, and you said you said that. Let's put the swords down. But I'm just I need, saying, I like, need to find you that. have to I come believe through. in timely hitting. Like, when you get guys on second base, third base, you have to come through, and... 400 batting average is incredible. I don't even think that counts sack flies. I wonder what if that like is even more impressive. So that's amazing. Yeah, that, I mean, you you have to have timely hitting. I, maybe the discussion was you can't base a postseason roster or build a team relying on timely hitting. You just yeah. want good hitters. But yes, yeah, that was probably it. Like you can't hitting. like you can't you can't build for that you just kind of have to hope it happens yeah kind of yeah well gosh man four and the dodgers on the flip side are horrendous this 
series. Well, it's kind of we we said it all year, like the Dodgers, a little bit being overshadowed by the Giants and how fun their miraculous season was, and expectations are everything in life. But the Dodgers' offense never fully clicked this year. You want to know where uh, they're starting pitching ranked this season? In ERA, this Dodgers were first. Whip, they were first. Walks for nine first. Ks per nine first. Hits per nine first. The Dodgers starting pitching this year had an unreal all-time season. Urias, Bueller, Scherzer. I mean, they were without Kershaw Bauer. Like they, they've had, they have two rotations on their staff, um, and they have the names hitting wise. Right now, that Max Muncie injury is looming. So large. I think it has changed his whole team dynamic. He's He was their most consistent day-in, day-out ball player this year. He's been out. Now Justin Turner's probably out. Um, so, man, it's, uh, it's tough for the Dodgers. Urias doesn't look like the same guy. His last couple outings, he's... He's been touched out, so is that wear and tear from the season? Is it wear and tear from the postseason? A little column A, a little column B. Um, so that's kind of the Dodgers story. And what, what you guys are saying about the timely hitting, right now, man, go through the names in their lineup. Rosario, Freeman, Albies, Riley, Jock, Duvall, Darno, Swanson. Who's giving you a bat at bat? None of them, man. None of them. And that, however you measure that, and maybe we'll find a way to measure like good at bats or not blowing an at bat. The Braves have that top of the charts right now. They have the same amount of runners on in scoring position. Basically, the Braves I just said at twenty five uh, men in scoring position. The Dodgers have at twenty seven. Can I guess the amount of hits? Dodgers, you want to guess it? I think four. Six, six for twenty-seven, six. which is a two twenty-two. I thought it was going to be worse than that, to be honest. But mm. oh man, Peter, Peter keeps eluding. I'm talking about Peter Moylan, <laughs> the Aussie that we employ. Um, I also aspire to fire him one day. Um, wow, yeah, Australians all let which us is a pretty good crew at this point. We are young and free. It's you and Peter yeah. that I aspire to fire. Yeah, fireside <laughs> crew. Anytime Jake gets lumped in with Moylan, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So he keeps talking about the clubhouse and like, you know, they've gone through some things together this year and he talks about how tight they are. And man, sometimes I'm like, come on, like every team is pretty tight and you know, it makes them more tight winning. Like that's kind of like the common denominator in all the teams that are tight. They win, yeah. but you know, like, I think that's part of it, Jake, when you're talking about every single guy giving you a good at bat. I think when Acuna went down, obviously they still have excellent ball players there. Freddie Freeman's the reigning MVP. Uh, Little Monster's a guy. Young Thick has been doing it all year. But when Acuna goes down, I think a lot of times the rest of the lineup has to look themselves in the mirror and say, hey, we got we to gotta do something to make up for this. We're, we're missing one of the best players in baseball. That's all step up, and they've done that. They've fucking done it, man. Mm. Young Thick getting Troy Gloss comparisons on the broadcast. How about that? Where's your blood rush to then? Whew. Left arm? Penis for me. I, I will. I mean, like. That's what I call my penis. I challenge. We, we, I think more so me, challenged Young Thick at the beginning of the season. You guys were more on the Dansby train, like challenge that guy. 
I also probably was on that train. But he has just been a guy. I mean, I said go trade for Jose Ramirez. They've got Jose Ramirez type production out of Young Thick. Yeah. Yeah, he's been he's been special. Mm. He's earned himself a bad year. Mm. Dude, he's gotten like we call him Young Thick. He's gotten less thick. If you look, yeah, look you said the F word last back. time you talked about this, so be careful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, yeah. I thought the broadcast they started talking about how like meaty he was. I, I thought they were gonna go there. I thought it was gonna be Ron Darling's confirmation that he is a talking baseball listener. Um he, he just came a couple words away from it. Um uh, Young Thick is the only only starter without a hit yesterday. That's insane. Um as one of the more feared bats in their lineup. Dude, more Eddie Rosario. Uh, Eddie Rosario has another four-hit day. Like, and he did it from the leadoff spot one day. He does it from the fifth spot the next day. Um, we love Eddie Rosario. Trev, you, it's kind of funny. Again, some sometimes we do this, like, you shoot. He was your teammate. <laughs> like he's, this is this is a guy you know. I just say like I really like the way Eddie Rosario plays baseball. <laughs> like this this is your guy. So I'm I mean I'm stoked for him. I can't imagine like how you're feeling. I love seeing him do well. You know, and Eddie's kind of his reputation around the league is you know he's not an OBP guy. He can he's a streaky. There's no doubt about it. And you know he can get cold, but. He ain't cold right now, and he's feeling himself. And the thing that I've said from the get-go, and pretty much anybody that's ever played with him, it's kind of what everyone's talking about right now, is just the moment is never too big for him. And he's He homered in his first, uh, the first ever pitch he saw in the big leagues against uh, Scott Casimir. He had a homer <laughs> to the opposite field. Like the, the moment's not too big for him, so he loves – he loves doing it in these moments. And you can tell, man, like some guys really, they like the crowd. They like the pressure. It makes them focus in, like really get locked in. He's one of those guys. Mm. Why did they oh, yeah. walk Duval? They're just behind and they walked and... Seems weird to me. Um, let's see. A Adam Duvall, he deserves love too. He hit a homer and he robbed close to a homer. I mean, we'll give him the nod. Mm-hmm. Big fell out in center. Um, when did they walk Duvall, Jimbo? After the Rosario triple with two outs in the third to bring Jock up. Yeah, lefty lefty. I guess right. It's the only thing I can think of. Urias versus Jock. I don't know what the numbers are. Just seems silly to me. Probably not a lot of the bats because they were teammates, but Jack's been like coming through. There's two outs. And he did. <laughs> he came through. I mean, Jock's always we talked about a lot how platoony is, so you you kinda see it. Duvall's been good too. I love the Jock's been doing it against the Dodgers, man. It's pretty cool. Because they could have had him back. Someone said sets up the double play, but I believe there's two outs, which is which is why it was I, two outs. Which is why I was like, it's kind of just a weird mindset. I know you want the platoons, but that's kind of like, I don't know. You intentionally walk to get the jock against his ex team when he's been coming through, 
in a runner in scoring position. I probably would have tried the nibble there with Duval, make him chase make at him least. Chase, try to get a fly ball out, then an inning, ground ball out, then the inning. Like the odds are in your favor that Duval's going to get out. It's baseball. Maybe he's saying, I don't want to waste the pitches. If we're going to do that, might as well just go to the next batter. Yeah, I don't maybe. know. Yeah. Um, and something interesting tying the two series together. Um, our our guy Kike has slowed down a little bit. Uh, you know, we talked about the Arena comparison and how he was actually toe to toe, maybe a step better than Arena, but we forget that Arena like kept going, if not got better. Uh, Kike slowed down a little bit. Uh, Eddie Rosario's stat line is kind of where Kike's is. They both have one dot two OPSs. Um, Eddie's hitting 467 these playoffs. Kike's down to 422. Down to 422. Um, so, yeah, I mean, think about, you know, two days ago how special we were talking about Kike. Eddie Rosario's been doing that and now a little better for, for Atlanta. I just rewatched that jock hit that I'm talking about. I sent it to BBD. I don't know if you can put it in the, but, uh, if you don't have a second baseman playing outfield for the first time, I, I think you have a center fielder that, that knows. Oh, that you charge him, you yes. Charge him, yeah. That you charge and catch that. And, you know, yes. Gavin Lux, it's not his fault. It sucks that the conversation comes back to this, but probably have a center, a premier defender playing a premier defending position. I mean, if that's someone who plays center field and understands that there's two outs and that dude scores if it drops or scores if you make a diving catch and miss it. Yeah, it's, we, we got to play guys at their positions. It's yeah, it's this is where like, man, you know, we talk about analytics and how there are things that are just numbers and that's all they are. And we can go and you follow those. But then there's also some philosophical differences between people who really have been in the game for a long time and some of the new age thought processes. One of them being you can just throw guys out there. They're athletes. You're only going to get X amount of balls per game. Most of them are going to be pretty easy. But, you know, we talk about in the playoffs all the time. Every single play is, is magnified. So maybe you can get away with that during the season. They're 162. You can throw Gavin Lux out there and maybe, you know, give him some leeway. He might make a few errors, but, you know, over the long run, you'll be okay. In a in a series, whether it be five, seven, or a wild card, whatever. Yeah, like I mean, they, it's center you're field. You can get exposed. You talk about the the classic money ball clip, you know, how hard is first base, and, oh, it's really hard. And, Trev, you say that too. They threw you at first base, and you're like, damn, that's fucking hard. And then, you know, you, you've seen guys go to second base. They signed Moose to play second base. And you're like, all right, okay, I guess positioning will help and stuff. And corner outfielders, obviously, you just throw guys out there that can hit and hope they can run a little bit. But, I mean, center field, I mean, it's, that's center field. That's not a position you can be messing around. So I feel bad for Lux. Our, yeah. our guy, J.D., was back at it, Josh Donaldson. Uh, and it was kind of funny later in this game, uh, ball went to Mookie in center and goes off his glove, so everyone was doing it. Ah, well, <laughs> how about that? Um, but, yeah, man, it's analytics are not perfect and how they view the game and how it all comes together. People need to come to grips with that. Analytics are fantastic. Um, on the other side of things, like, Adam Duvall's playing center field. Like, how many old scouts are fucking losing their mind over that? I mean, thick boy Duvall. Um, and he, he can kind of go get he it, may, though. Yeah, he's, he's looked solid out there. And I think part of that is because he's an outfielder. So, he's an outfielder. So maybe his yeah. range is limited, 
but he knows how to play outfield. Where Gavin Lux, man, again, think of, just think of Gavin Lux. Like, uh, we've all robbed Gavin Lux, which is kind of like, sucks. you know, uh, yeah. the, the whole fun. Gavin Lux, fun you're problem. a top, like, baseball pro- prospect, like a top 10, top 5 prospect. You know, you're the future of the sport. You're the next star shortstop. You're the bee's knees. Here you are in a playoff game playing center field. Like, you say bee's knees or niece? Yes. John Neese. Trev would rake John Neese right now. Oh, John. Yeah, yeah. So didn't uh, Johan Santana get him a nose job because he was having some problems sleeping? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was upset about how ugly he was. <laughs> oh, okay. There. Uh yeah, Duval five <laughs> stolen bases. Look out! Woo! That was mean what I said. I take it back a little bit. Uh, you guys want to talk about tonight's game a little bit? Sure. A little bit. Um, well, Jim, I've got such good news for you. I love good news. Mm, Guess where you my are? Favorite kind of moves. Guess where you are right now? New Jersey, the fine state of New Jersey. You know what you can do there. And a boy. Jimmy, Jimmy right now is going to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and he's about to play some bet. I mean, this is this is live, people. This is what they don't understand. Jimmy, let me tell the people this. If you're an NFL fan, we got a money bet for you. $5, any NFL team. If they win, Trev already locked in him and Matt Stafford's Rams. Matt Stafford told Trev if the Rams lose, he'll refund your money. That's off the script and not real. What is real, if you bet $5 on an NFL team and they win, you get $200 in free bets. Um, If it's not legal in your state yet, they have the daily fantasy sports at DraftKings. Huge cash prizes there. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOMBOY. Bet $5 on NFL teams to win their game. Win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code JOMBOY. This week at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, PA only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Jimmy, give them some winners tonight, babe. Uh, no, I'm not going to give winners. I'm going to give my bets. Mookie Bats is going to get two hits. Huge. Mookie Bats. So over one and a half, what's the what's the line? Give me the line. Plus 180. Already paid. I like it. Free money. See? Um, and uh, after Mookie gets a hit, he's obviously going to steal a base. That's plus 300. Okay. I don't know. Max Fried lefty on. Yeah, but neutralizing the running game. They've been running all over Darnell, and it's desperation time. Okay. Uh, Total bases? Duvall over 1.5? Absolutely. He'll get a double. Okay. Done. Or or two singles, or a walk and a single. Easy peasy. Um, Austin Riley, he went hitless yesterday? Yeah. He's grabbing two bases. That's plus one thirty. I'm up to uh, ten thousand grand on the line. Mm. I don't know what else. All right, let's see. Let's see. Uh, where's the pitching props? If you guys would like that, pitcher props. Max Freed, over under. Oh, that's just what is that? Strikeouts? Oh, over four and a half. Done. Punch for it. Freed, plus one ten. Free money. Done. 
bet. Ten grand on the line. Um, hits allowed under. It's four and a half is the line for Max. For Max. No, I mean no it comment. seems like yeah, not not taking not taking that one. Will there be a grand slam plus fourteen hundred? So you obviously throw a dollar yeah, on that, Jim. That's happening tonight. It's either the Dodgers announcing they're back in the series three one, all the fear factor, or the Braves win with a grand slam. We're not doing that song and dance. You can lock in a grand slam in this game. Yeah, I mean obviously, don't lock that lock in. Lock that in. That's locked you in. Sprinkle. Travel. Lock that. You sprinkled. I sprinkled only uh, one grand on that. Lock is definitely not a lock sprinkle. Lock that in. Atlanta Braves to score first and win. How about this? LA Dodgers to score first and lose plus 650. <laughs> 5,000 on that. <laughs> uh, put, yeah. All right, Trev. All right, what about some crypto? Right, that's your place. Trev, Max Freed on the bump tonight. Your guy. Bull. Is it bullpen for the Dodgers? It's bullpen for the Dodgers, but good bullpen. We talked about this earlier today on Baseball Today. I mean, they got guys. This is not enough to fill up a game, unfortunately, mm. I don't think. But, you know, it's going to be Kniebel. Maybe he goes two. Interested. Maybe. Maybe. Interested. He, then, then you have uh, Vesia. You have Trinan. You have Jansen. You have Joe Kelly. Can they trust Joe Kelly to go more than one? Mm. Don't know. It's they have the good bullpen people ready. Ooh. But with Phil Gonsolin going yesterday, they don't really have a guy that can eat a Bennings. So it's gonna be interesting. I mean, they're gonna they're going to be pushing these guys. Do we see and I guess no, we won't see. I'm trying to think of is there any starter that can come in for the Dodgers and, and do something? Because it's is it be, Scherzer then Bueller? It's potentially Bueller's throw day because he would be lined he up just for. Pitched not to, he just pitched Tuesday. Tuesday, so no, that's tough, man. I, yeah. I've got eight. If the game goes to script for the Dodgers, which is Gratterall's there, which too, is really for, tough. Yeah, I've got eight good innings. Um, between Kenley, Trinan, Brewstar, Kniebel, um. Joe Kelly, Vessia, like you, you can you can get there, dude. Dodgers offense. I, I mean, going back to Houston and Boston, look at the winning runs on the board for those games. Like you can start doing this for this series too, with the Braves offense and like kind of eyes open. Like our brains do a mental like, oh no, Ronald Acuna. So the offense must their offense has been there is doing it again. Dodgers got to do it. That's why that Mookie Betts bet is just a lock. Like Trey Turner, Corey Seager, Will Smith. Let's go, boy. Let's go, boys. Let's go, boys. Bum, ba, da, 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 bum, bum. You want to give yeah, one they, of your classic pump up speeches? You think they need that? Well, Friday Night Lights. Hold on. Yeah. Hold okay. on. Okay. There's no way Bueller's pitching tonight. Yeah. No, he's not. He's not. Gratterall for two. You get two. I out said of Bruce Phil Gonsolin. Didn't I say Phil Gonsolin? Yeah, that's not that's, a person. That's a combination. Phil, Phil Gonsolin and Tony Gonsolin. Well, boys, you got one night to get yourself two more nights. Mookie Betts, I'm looking at you and I'm seeing someone considered one of the best three players in baseball. You need to have a big night. 
Corey Seager, you won the goddamn World Series MVP. I need you to have a good night. Trey Turner, you've been wearing camouflage this whole series. I need to see you tonight. Will Smith. They're talking about the other Will Smith. Their team has a Will Smith. I want to hear about our Will Smith tonight. Tonight. Gavin Lux, you can't play center field. That might be true, but I'm going to put you out there. I need you to hit. You're in center field to hit, Gavin. Hit someone, Gavin! (laughs) I'm looking at Justin Turner. He can't play this game. You know why? He's running hard. He ran hard for this team. He's ran hard for this city for the past half decade. I need you boys to run hard for this series. Albert Pujols, you're starting tonight. Woo! They carry Pujols out. They struggle. He's kind of uncomfortable up there. He's very heavy. Put me down. Put me down. <laughs> That's it. Good stuff. Pujols is not going on the shoulders he of anybody right now. That's a big boy right there. He's pushing 300 right now, right? Yes. No? Watch it. Yes. Watch Pujols. He's huge. When Pujols, when he takes his batting stance, he extends, so he stretches out the belly a little bit. When you see Pujols leaning over a little bit, I'm telling you, it's my physique just like on two and a half times the size. They got him at 6'3", 235, lies. You got him at three, Trev? Come on. I don't know if I got him at three. I, th- I think I got him pushing 260, three. bro. I think I got him pushing 260 I'll go to 270. I'll put that out. <laughs> dude, dude, I had a, a former teammate of mine. I'm not going to say who okay. it is because this is kind of mean of them, but uh, he texted me, wow, Pools really got a boiler now, huh? Mm. And I was like, no comment. But in my mind, you know what I did? What'd you do? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jake, the last time you did the pump-up speech is like, one of the only tweets I have bookmarked in my Twitter. I don't use that feature, but it was the last time you did a pump-up speech. Did it work? It's so funny. Let me ask you boys one question. Mm. Yeah. Are you a ball player or are you a baseball player? That's what I thought. Let's go get it. <laughs> yeah. That spoke to the locker room. <laughs> Uh, that's what I thought. <laughs> I, as soon I was gonna say, like you gotta have a Turner hurt himself for yeah. the the team, and you went right. Well, to Well, and so. I strategically left out Belly and Chris Taylor because they sometimes feel left out. So them feeling more left out is like, wait, Coach didn't shout us out. We got to fucking show out tonight. Um, so that's Ooh. that's called being a that's coaching behind the scenes. I'd play for you. I'd get fired so quick. <laughs> You'd be drunk you know, after I'd every get game. Fired so quick. You wouldn't know what to do with yourself after the game ended. <laughs> got to come. You got to come down somehow, baby, because <laughs> you're going to be fired up during the game. Then you're going to try to sleep. Uh... The first week, you're going to be like drinking water, and you're going to be struggling to sleep. Like, I don't. I don't get it. And then you're going to realize, man, I get really worked up during these games. And then one beer turns into six. Um... Six beers turns into vodka. Before you know it, you're out of the league. So that's. I think just stay out of the I would just be pretty cushy. Mm. And I think where I'd get in trouble would be 
you know, you start popping the gummy in the seventh inning. And then we'd oh. and then we'd end up in a twelve twelve inning game, and I'd be a little confused. So I'd be trying to pinch hit someone who's already pinch hit, and that's what people don't <laughs> like. You, that you, that's when you got Kai Correa to step in. <laughs> Kai, Kai, I'm not feeling good, babe. <laughs> you think Gabe's ever been there, Kai? You got this one, Mike. I'm tired. I got to be honest with you. I'm on the moon right now. <laughs> <laughs> Kai, I haven't eaten a vegetable in three years, so I'm t- I'm tired. That's baseball. Okay, goodbye. That's everyone. See you tonight. Live stream. Live stream tonight. Let's go, Max. Huh? Go Doyers. Wow. Go Dodgers. Give me game seven, except I put all my bets on the Dodgers to lose. Big sucks. Zach Short listed at 510 on baseball reference. We'll we put all that know. to the test. He find out.